Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Well, guys, it looks like we are a little bit closer to possibly getting another upgrade. Because the first one with the longer battery life is um, that was a minor, very minor upgrade. But it looks like we're getting another one. Now, here's the thing, guys. These are just rumors, but they are coming from reputable, um, let's just say, news outlet. And it goes, I'm just going to read a bit of, now this is from Bloomberg. So, you can take this with a grain of salt. This is not the gospel, okay? But, it looks good. Nintendo Company plans to unveil a model of a Switch gaming console equipped with a bigger Samsung OLED display this year. Hoping the larger touchscreens can prop up demands in time for the holidays. Um, oh my god, I thought I was recording, but I wasn't. But we're gonna read it over again. If you did, this is just me. This is from Bloomberg. This is from them. Um, Samsung Display Companies will start the mass production of 7-inch 720-resolution OLED panels as early as June, with the initial monthly target for just under a million units. Um, The gaming community has speculated online about the introduction of an OLED or organic light emulating Dynamics screen, but Nintendo has stayed mom and the president, Shintaro Fukuwa, Fukuwa, the CEO of Nintendo, oh my god, I did not want to Butcher his name, follow me. As he said in uh, February at the quarter's earnings, and he said that they don't have no plans on announcing a new switch anytime soon. But you have to understand, guys, the reason why they don't do anything like that is because the Switch is doing incredible, and he did not want 
to give people the indication that, hey, we have this new system that's going to be coming out, and that will slow down drives of the current system. Now, Samsung's involvement is the strongest indicator that Nintendo is serious about updating the console on a larger scale. What Bloomberg Intelligence say, the release of a more premium version of the Nintendo Switch with an OLED display and support for 4K graphics for the holidays 2021 selling season could drive the company's sales above consensus for the fiscal year ending in March 2022 and extend the life cycle of the Switch platform for many more years. Now, that being said, I am sorry if that like got cut off. So, I want to talk a little bit about some of the how do I say this? The the um I'm excited about this. I think that is true. Um but I, I tell people all the time, take it as a grain of salt until Nintendo actually released these um these announcements. We're not talking about it as if it's coming out. But we are hopeful, right? That being said. So I'm going on these social media I'm reading from social media people, I'm reading from gaming media, I'm reading or I'm looking at some of these response or, you know, these thoughts of people who are on YouTube. Now, one of the takes that I, I heard that was really wild, um, one guy said that, um, people don't really care about 4K like the, the, the general consensus no sweetheart people care about 4k now and the reason why people care about 4k right now is because when playstation 5 started getting announced and when the xbox series started getting announced everybody including you was driving everyone to 4k so i don't want to hear that here's the thing and this is very smart because um the OLED, which makes things look really, really good. I think that this was the smartest move that Nintendo made. As a matter of fact, happy birthday to the Nintendo Switch. The Switch is now four years old, going into its fifth year. Um, I think what they did was they wanted to see what... Microsoft and Sony was going to do. And you guys know how I feel about this new next-gen system. They came out a year too early. This put Nintendo at a huge advantage. Number one, they already have the install base and they are continuing to build on that said heart, that, that, that install base. That's the first thing. Number two, they have the games. They have games that has not even been announced yet. Breath of the Wild 2, yes, we are all looking for that. 
Metroid 4. We are all looking for that. Even Splatoon 3, which was just announced, is, could possibly be, that comes next year. And who knows what else they're doing. So that's what I'm talking about. Bayonetta 3 possibly could come in on this system. And when people were talking about that direct that they had earlier this year, and remember when I told you guys, the reason why that they did that is because this was the moment that Sony and Microsoft are supposed to shine. Let us know what you have in store. And right now, as it looks, is Nintendo is still going to be supporting the, the, the console that we are on right now. With the possibility of unreleased, not unreleased, but unannounced games. Sony does not look good after that direct. It doesn't look good. It's like we're going to go into this year from Sony with possibly five first party games. Five. And that's that's a stretch. And again, when I was talking about um when I was talking about Microsoft, say what you want to say, they don't have a lot of games at this moment, but at least Microsoft let you know that they wasn't gonna bring games out. They let you know. And I think that Microsoft is going to shine next year. I truly believe that. I think that a lot of people are going to be sleep on um, Microsoft when it comes to 2022. That's when they're going to bring out their hitters. But I feel like I'm, I'm... I feel like I'm taking it away from what's going on this news. Again, this put Nintendo at a very good, put them in a very good position. And it's not going to cost them as much because um, Samsung, the, 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 um, the OLED screen that they are going to be using for this, um, this new system it's actually going to be cheaper to make because they have an abundance of those screens and that technology that they are trying to um, unload. So this plays to Nintendo favor. Now, again, this 4K, which means that this system is going to be a little bit more powerful. I don't know how this mechanic is going to work. It will give you possibly 1400 at 60 frames per second. We don't know the logistics of it, which is hopeful thinking. But I said all this to say that I'm excited and I hope that it comes out. I hope that it it's released around the holidays because right now it's hard to find a PS5. Right now, it's hard to find an um, series. So, if you give it at a good price, with a um, with the possibility of a turn-in from you know GameStop and whatnot, 
it would not look good for um these other two games systems that being said um let's get a little bit into what sony is doing now sony is they are taking off some of their features on their store. Like, you know, when you order movies and stuff like that, and TV shows. Well, you will not be able to purchase none of that from the Sony uh, storefront anymore. Um, which is unfortunate because this is such the beginning of this, you know, this console cycle. And you're already taking services away. A lot of people, I just, I, I, I cannot, I sound like a fucking dragon, I know, I know, but, God, these systems are too, it's too early, it's too early for these systems. And that's unfortunate, because a lot of people was, and are, Excited for what they they got to come, but what can you do, man? Ben, the epic, the guys who actually made the game, Fall Guys, got bought out by Epic. Epic is acquiring Media Media Tonic Parent or Tonic Games Group. I did not see this coming because number one they <sighs> hold on okay it's a hit fall guys is a hit I just did not see this coming guys I really didn't this is from the verge Fortnite creator Epic Games is acquiring video game studio Mediatonic, the makers of the smash hit Fall Guys, for an undisclosed sum. The company announced on Tuesday the deal marks one of Epic's higher profile acquisitions of late. Look, I don't know, I don't know what Epic knows, but they are, well, you know what, Fortnite made them a billion dollars. And it's continuing to make them billions of dollars. But they are buying up these small indie developers. And you know they are going to turn Fall Guys into a profit. Because this that Fall Guy game is coming to all other platforms. Right now it's on Steam and PlayStation. And like they said, they don't know if this game is... They don't have no plans to make the game free to play. They're going to make that game free to play. I guarantee it, you're going to have to buy the skins. They're going to do the same thing they did with that, with um, Fortnite. Watch. And then they said, Epic later confirmed, it's, uh, later confirmed it's planned to make the PC version of Fall Guys available to the Epic Game Store, which means they took the game off of Steam. They're not going to take it off of Steam, but they're also going to be like, you're going to have to come to our store if you're on a PC in order to play this game. A lot of people don't like Epic Game Store, but say what you want to say about that, they have very good sales. And... 
they are garnering a lot of interest from PC players just to continue to go to that store. I give that about like a good three, maybe four more years. And I truly believe that Epic Game Store will be, if not bigger, or on the same scale as Steam. So, I think the last bit of information that we're going to talk about is this new Aliens Fire Team. Um, a San Jose-based game studio called Iron Studios composed of veteran action and shooter developers in collaborations with 20th Century Games have revealed Alien Fire Team, a cooperative third-person survival shooter set within the Aliens universe. And you, they have a trailer. Um, this is set after 23 years of the original Alien trilogy. Aliens. Um, Fire Team drops player in a role of Colonial. I'm sorry, I'm having a little bit of background noise. Please forgive me for that, guys. I'm just trying to sort that out. Um, the USS Endeavor recently tasked with answering a distress call from outer colonies. Yeah, that is supposed to be released on the PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series system, and that is going to be coming in the summer of 2021. And that looks like those were the top stories in gaming. your top stories in pop culture okay guys look that's not a lot of information um that's going on in the social media and plus i'm a little bit ticked off because i saw something and um okay i haven't talked about this in a while because number one, I don't know the inside of what's going on with Harry and Meghan Markle. But I'm going to say this. I don't know what the fuck is going on with those people who are over there in the UK on the media and quite frankly what's going on with the royal family. They may be uh they may be upset that the crown did shed some light as to the inner inner workings as to what it is to live in that world. But ever since Meghan Markle announced that she was going she was engaged with um, Prince Harry 
Um, she's been on my radar. When I found out that she was biracial, I was so excited for her. I, I, I saw that the, I thought it was good on Harry that, you know, they were, I just thought they were down to earth. Harry seems down to earth. But here's the thing. If you don't know, Megan, I mean, Prince Harry and Megan, God, they got me reversing that when that's not the way it's supposed to go. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, uh, will be holding an interview with Oprah Winfrey. By the time you guys hear this, it should be out. Oh, no, no, not by the time I say that, but the, today. Later on today. And I'm here for it. Listen, the way the British media have harassed, scrutinized this young woman is ridiculous. They have been at Meghan Markle's neck ever since she started dating him. Ever since she started dating him. Now here's this, these allegations that Meghan Markle is a bully, mind you. That there was a claim, this claim is two years ago. And now they want to bring it up because she's holding an interview with Oprah later on today. Let me tell you something. Something about the firm is what they like to call the royal family in their um, their representation. We'll leave it there. The, the, the firm is so scared of this this interview I don't think that it's going to be an attack on the firm I don't even think it's going to be an attack on the queen I think this conversation that she's going to be having is it's, it's going to shed light as to why Harry and her decided to step down. Not step away, but step back from royal life. And I think they're making much ado about nothing. And they're scared. But here, okay. Because I feel like I'm jumping and I really want to be consistent. Harry, Prince Harry, had uh, he was a guest on James Corden Late Night Show. It was a great 
segment. I mean, my gosh, he is so down to earth and fit. My God, he is fit. Go ahead, Megan. And he shed some light on like the inner goings on why he's why he decided to take his family and move them away from England. And keep in mind, guys, England is like my home. He said that he didn't want his wife to be bullied and harassed by the British media and to spread lies about his family, his wife, and himself. He didn't want he didn't want his family to go through the scrutiny that his mother went through which resulted in her death see the way how I look at this is that and he he even shared this he was like it was doing him in as far as his mental health I think that he didn't talk about it I don't think that he got the proper health. I mean, I don't think he got the proper care to sort out what really happened. I think that he still lives with that. And when Megan got started to get noticed by the British media, all of a sudden they became very possessive of Harry. And Harry is the fun of the the the. Prince Charles kids. There's William and then there's Harry. And Harry is the he's the more down to earth guy. And people liked him but people also had their opinions about him and they were quite vocal about his their opinions. But okay so they get married and then Megan gets pregnant. And when I tell you the harmful things that they said about this young woman, it was horrifying. It's like, to be quite honest with you guys, Megan could not breathe without being criticized over there. And she, if her, that's how much scrutiny that she went under. I wanted her to leave. And keep in mind, like I said, England is my home. I wanted her to leave. I was like, you don't need, you don't need to deal with this. So she got pregnant. And he saw it. He, he, he was reading those headlines. He was seeing how the, the firm and the family did not have her back. He was like, uh-uh. This is too much like how y'all treated my mom when my mom and my dad went through their whole thing. And he was like, I had to get them out. I had to get them out of this. See, and they, and this is the British media. The British media 
it made it all about Megan taking him away. And it's like, no, Megan wasn't taking him away. Megan didn't have nothing to do with that. Megan had an opinion. Megan had some influence, but she doesn't control that man. And if you know Harry, because we all don't know him, but Harry has said it plenty of times that he does not like the um, British media. He's and because they killed his mom. He says he doesn't like England because it's he felt isolated. But they went after him and they went after his wife. To the point that he was like, I'm out. I'm out. And he took himself and his his wife out of that toxic area. And this wasn't that saying that he hated his family because they always pinned William against Harry for some strange reason. No, I don't think, here's the thing, and this is just my thing, and you don't have to take this as the gospel, please don't. I believe that William, though he is committed to the duties of the crown, as well as Harry, I don't think that he is, he's mentally trying to prepare himself for possibly being the king. Now, of course, there's Charles, but I don't think that I don't think that Charles will be there for long. And that is a horrible thing to say. I know, I know. That being said, I hope he lives long, and I hope that he, like you know, reigns for a long time. But I don't think that. He is, I don't think that Prince Charles, I think he wants the title, but I don't think he wants the responsibility. I think that um, Liam doesn't want the title, and I don't think that he's fully on with the responsibilities of it. And I don't think, the only thing I can say about that is that he resents Harry because Harry doesn't have to do that. Because he, after, after um, William, it's William's son, his firstborn. So it'll be a minute if there was ever, like, you know, before, you know, and he doesn't like that because he's like, Harry can live a life. He can live a life away from the royal family, as he's doing right now. But the, the, the British media, oh my god, the things that they were saying. I feel like I'm jumping everywhere, but I hope that you're following along. Because I'm just like, because again, I've never talked about this, but... I have been following along with this. It's just, it's just horrible. I will be there tonight 
while you're watching this with my popcorn. I am going to get all of this tea. And I don't think that it's going to be as bad as they are portraying this in um in the, the, the British media. And for them to be always talking about Harry and Meghan Markle always want the privacy. No, sweetheart. They don't want complete privacy. What they want is to have a nice life without being in the social media world. That's why Meghan got off. The reason why Meghan got off the social media is because when Meghan had that miscarriage, because she was in social media at that time, when when she said that um she's getting off of social media, I knew if I didn't ask that bitch you mean dollars that she's pregnant. Because she was reading all that that can do a person in. It really can. And she was like, I'm not dealing with this. So she's out of social media right now. And this is a good thing. Because she doesn't need to know. I don't I don't think she just needs to rest because I don't want anything bad to happen to but pretty much anyone but in but to them because Harry and Megan deserves happiness and Piers Morgan that girl that girl over there she is she has her panties all the way up in a bunch. Let me get on you for a second, Miss um, Pierce Morgan. Girl. Girl. Why are you so pressed? Here's the thing. She had an opportunity to be your friend. She may have wanted to be your friend, but you are a snake. And because she curbed you... Not curb, but curb you for dinner. That you clearly you thought that she was entitled to give that to you. Who do you think you are, girl? You're nobody. You go on Great Britain in the morning. Oh, Good Morning Britain. That's a TV show um, from ITV that he, like, you know, sometimes hosts. And then you go on, um, loose, not loose women, what's that, um, this morning. And you go down there and berate them. Talking about, I don't like how they do and they lied and stuff like that. I was like, girl, listen, change the station. You do not have to follow them the way you do. You come off as if you are obsessed with Megan. You come off as if you are, because... Yes, she won against one of the papers that you write for, the Daily Mail. And she got some money for that. And you are upset about that? Maybe you should have just been like, you know what? It has nothing to do with me, so I ain't got nothing to say about it. But you can't do that, can you, Pierce? And then you have these, quote-unquote, these insiders. Girl, stop it. Nobody cares about these insiders. If anything, I will be concerned of why these insiders are talking so goddamn much. 
So, now that there's these allegations that the, the, um, the royal family firm is going to be looking into, um, you know, going to be looking into this. And I'm like, you know what? The two women that supposedly, you know, made the complaint, one of them already said they don't want their names tied to it. The other girl is on the fence about it. I'm like, let them talk. What's up? Let, let them, I don't want to hear the narrative from the, the media, the British media. I don't want to hear it from them. Because what it sounds like is that they thought that Megan was going to be like this to do nothing um, royal. And when she was really dedicated to her duties, they didn't like that because they was like, who are you? Who are you? And yes, she may have been very, I wouldn't even say demanding. But she was just passionate about, and that sounds really weird, because I think what happened is that I think that Megan wanted all of the information so that she can better assist the concerns of the women and their goals and whatnot. And she may have asked for much, asked for a lot, but we don't know what to degree. We really don't. God, I'm going up for 20 minutes. I'm just really upset. I don't like how they are attacking. They are attacking a pregnant woman. At the end of the day, they are attacking a pregnant woman who literally just came off of announcing that she had a miscarriage. So now y'all come on all this with distress? Are you kidding me? And yes, Lord Philip is in the hospital. Focus on that. Better yet, let's look at Prince Andrews, the one who was um, with Epstein and this this pedophile um, ring that he was a part of. Let's focus on things like that. You, we don't need to be talking about Megan. Talking about she has some earrings, a gift that while she was still part of the firm, she received some um, earrings from some prince from I want, I want to say Iraq or Sudan. Middle East. But when she when she left or when they like, you know, started to step back, those gifts, that was with the queen now. That's the queens. But this was like way back, like and Pierce is talking about this, like girl, girl. Stop. I can't wait to see this interview. Because it was only supposed to be for 90 minutes. They dropped that bad boy and they said, we're doing two hours. It's unfortunate that they have to 
be prosecuted because they want to control their narrative. That's what the privacy was about. They wanted to control their stories. They don't want you lying on them. And just because they work or they were part of the royal family does not give you the right to come up with stories that may never be true. I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to pray for them. You lot need to get it together. And I'm talking to the royal family and I'm talking to the British media. You need to get it together. And Miss Morgan, Miss Pierce, girl, let it go. It's quite possible that Harry was like, don't hang out with them. And I know you're not going to come for Harry. I know that for a fact. Because Harry will show up at your job. What else happened this week? Everyone was talking about some Swanee liking um some ranch on her um. Swali was talking about some ranch on her, um, spaghetti girl. Who cares? Who cares? Ugh. It is disgusting now. <laughs> um. Let me talk about this for a minute. Okay, two other things. And then we'll we'll go three other things and then we'll walk away from it. Um, number one, let's get into this Taylor Swift and this um this Netflix stuff. There's this TV show. There's this TV show that um Um, it's on Netflix and in in this show there was um, something that one of the characters said oh, I'm trying to find this show for you guys Jenny and Georgia okay so she tweets uh, it may even have been a tweet I don't know what are these things because I, I found it on Twitter so she goes on, and one of the one of the characters was like, uh, "You go through dates like you go through men like Taylor Swift goes through." Let me say it right. Um, she was like, one of the characters commented, "Why? What do you care? You go through men faster than Taylor Swift." And then Taylor Swift clearly caught wind of this because clearly her fans brought this to her attention. She says, Hey, Jenny and Georgia, 2010 called and it wants its lazy, deeply sexist job back. How about we stop degrading hardworking women by defining this horse shit as funny? 
Um, after Miss Americana, this outfit doesn't look cute on you. Happy's women. Let me tell you something, bitch. You know how much I don't like you. First of all, I think that they wasn't even thinking about you. I think that it was a joke in passing. First of all, the reason why you got upset the way that you did is because you know you went through far too many men. Man. Bitch, before you really got acquainted, you had 13 men out of your goddamn belt. That's more notches in a goddamn regular belt. Okay? You made your fame off of getting with a man and dumping him, and then you made an album after that. Stop playing. Now, this is not saying that this is, um, no one is calling you a whore, but what we are calling you, you have whore-ish tendencies, and there's nothing wrong about it. No one is saying you going around here sleeping with them. They're just saying you are running through men. Now, the men could very well be bad choices for you. And you have made that quite clear through all of your songs. But to come at them and then try to stand on some high horse? No, bitch. No. You couldn't let that world off your back. The reason why you got all up in your feelings because you know that there was some truth to it. You are a great songwriter. But you, my dear, you had tarnished your own image. Your own image. Because see, when this was at its height, after the fourth and fifth one, you was living in it. You was reveling in it. It was a joke in passing. It was not towards you. As far as everybody in their mama knows, whether it's in your movie career, whether it's in your music career, you will always have that title. I'm sorry. You will always have that title. Because you made your fame off of it. You betrayed your talent. You didn't allow your talent to define you. You allowed the shenanigans around your talent to define you. Scooter? Scooter made a mockery of you. Yes, you did not know. You were not well-versed in the music industry. At no fault of your own. But now that you have a, let's quote-unquote, serious boyfriend, let's not try to act holier than thou. The power you have, Taylor, is not allowing this to affect you. If you moved on from it, which I'm sure you haven't, but I would like you to, stop letting it define you. And I think the last thing I want to talk about is this Dr. Seuss mess. Let me tell you something, guys. I don't like how people are trying to erase the council culture. Let me tell you something. It's not about counseling somebody. It's about holding someone that you respect, supposedly, accountable. There are six books 
and his um, collection of 50. And mind you, these are obscure books. But his estate, considering the, the, the times that we are in right now, thought it best to take these books out of circulation. And people who have this tendency to always side on racist tendencies thought that they were canceling him. Nobody's canceling Dr. Seuss. They just don't want these books because it was quite insensitive back then to a multitude of cultures. It was wrong. It's not something you... I wouldn't want my child to be reading these books. Let me, let me sit down with you guys about this for a second. I remember... I remember there's this, there was this book about the six Chinese, Chinese men. I still remember that book. And yes, they did have superpowers, but that could be quite insensitive to the Asian community. The Asian Pacific community. And if they wanted, if they if they thought that it was, then they can request that that be taken out of circulation. I say all that is to say this. Those books can define you. They can reinforce stereotypes, which very well may be harmful and not true, about people and cultures. Now, just because we grew up with it and didn't think nothing of it does not negate that the fact that the people who are the children that are being raised now, they might be affected by it. And I don't want to continue to perpetuate that nonsense with this upcoming generation. I don't. So, it's not about canceling him. It's simply, let's just change the narrative for the better. Because I saw some of those books. I didn't, I, I can honestly say that I didn't see those when I was a child. But I can understand why. You don't want to have your child see that. But people who was like, oh, they try to cancel them, stuff like that, sweetheart, you racist, or you have racist tendencies. Prejudice tendencies, yes, you do. You know you do. Talking about they're trying to turn Mr. Palate Potato Head into some trans white. Mr. Potato Head, this is a fucking toy. What the hell? Why must y'all go to the extreme? It's a fucking toy. The estate wanted the books out of circulations. Respect that they want to do that. You don't need to talk about cancel culture. 
my god I feel I went on far too long with that um Prince Harry and Meghan Markle stuff and you guys probably have tired of hearing it from me so I guess I'm gonna stop right here um yeah and those were your top stories and pop culture Well, guys, it looks like we've come to the end of another great episode. I want to say, please forgive the background noises. It was a bad... I don't know if you guys could have picked it up, but... I just, it was... I'm sorry. Um, I will definitely do better next time. But, um... Thank you for hanging out, and um, I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. This has been your host, Ophelia. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01.